Hey there, this is my friend Paris. And this is my friend Simone. We're friends and we like to introduce our friends to each other. So welcome to my friend's friends. So Simone, tell me who you've brought today to hang out. Okay, Paris, I am so excited because my good friend Carly in Sacramento, California is hanging out with us. I, you have been telling me about how excited you are to <laughs> hang out and chat with Carly, so I'm very excited to meet her. Yeah, and so, I'm so happy. Excellent. And who are you bringing? I have brought my lovely friend Stephanie, who currently lives in Columbus, Indiana. Yes. Oh, my goodness. Well, hi, you two. Thank you so much for being here. Hello. Hi. Thanks for having us. So excited. <laughs> so warm. So hot. You guys are making me blush already. Oh my goodness. Thank you both so much for being here. We're so stoked to have you. Should we jump into our first segment? Yes. So the first thing that we like to do is to find out our meet cutes. Um, what we've changed this season is to do the meet cute in a restricted amount of time. So Carly, can you please tell me how you met Simone in 60 seconds or less? And I will time I... you starting, ready, set, go. I don't remember specifically meeting Simone at any given point. I just remember her taking me in after really hard classes. I don't even remember what class we were in together. She would invite me over and we'd study and she would cook for me. So I had no idea how to cook for myself, you know, first year of college. I'm still still fresh and young and not knowing. So I just, those are my most vivid memories um, of spending time with you. Simone cooked yeah. for you? <laughs> I actually enjoy cooking, but I'm just married to somebody who loves cooking even more than me. <laughs> it's not a bad position to be in. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, we, and it, it was in the Mulberry Mansion is what we called it on Mulberry Street. Do you remember oh, that? Oh, that's right. Yes, yeah. I do remember that house. It was adorable. It was you and yeah. a couple other girls. Yeah, four other girls. <laughs> <laughs> and you took turns making dinner for one another. That's how. Yes. And you were just like, one more mouth is just, you know, it's crockpot food anyway. Come on over. Yes. Very well, nice. that is perfectly one minute. Good so, job. So, Simone, do you remember meeting Carly then? Yeah. Yeah, I have a little bit of a a little bit of a memory. Um do you want to time me, Paris? Yes. Ready, set, go. Okay. I think that Carly and I actually met in geology class. We both took geology our fresh our sorry, fall of our sophomore year of um college at CSU. And we had another class together as well that semester. So we had at least two classes together and we interacted with each other within the first week, like multiple times. And then it was just like, oh, we should be friends. She's cool. Um, she took me skiing uh, with a buddy pass because she had uh, what's called a buddy pass where you can bring a friend skiing. And I had only been skiing like two you know, other times with my family and she was just like so generous and adventurous and she drove us out there and I just remember her being so thoughtful and like bringing me really yummy treats also. Okay. Are these time, time is up home baked treats? 
Well, okay, I will expand a little bit. I remember two distinct times that Carly brought yummy things to my house. One was bluebell ice cream because I love bluebell ice cream so much as a Texas girl and Carly knew that about me and she brought it over because I don't it was like summer like there was a pie or something I don't know yeah and then and then another time she came over to just like have girl time and we were both just so excited to be together and she goes oh my gosh I brought cab salve and I was like what is that like okay you know we were like freshly 21 and she just was like no we weren't no we weren't I didn't drink before I was 21 so I I must have oh you I didn't have um an ID until I moved to Australia I I wasn't 21 so we were under you lived with people you lived with people who did have IDs and I was just like she's so excited that she's abbreviating Cabernet and Sauvignon I just have to talk about the bluebell for a minute I knew knew instantly you were southern I am from Louisiana and I just want to recall the bluebell crisis of what 2015, 2016, and yes. and as as we were talking to other people about how big a deal this was, they're like, mm-hmm. just buy something else. And and there was a thing going around online that said, y'all don't understand. Southerners only eat bluebell. We are yeah, not talking about no being out of. Else. We're not talking about being out of Bluebell. We are saying there is no ice cream. No ice cream. <laughs> There's none. <laughs> I had to wow. go there. Wow. <laughs> you you are a girl after my own heart with the with the Bluebell love. That's great. Well, if you do remember, Stephanie was the one who suggested we should talk about ice cream and ice cream flavors. <gasps> yes. Gelato. Gelato. Yes. Excuse me. Different. Yes, different very different yeah You're right <laughs> I also have a follow-up I have a follow-up story with Simone I don't know when you want to go into it but tell um, us tell us well so you've told I don't know me if... that there is a story that you tell about me at parties and I yeah. cannot imagine what that is Paris you're gonna love this we never met because I moved to Australia in 2012 um, right before Simone did the Pingree Park course. But right before I left, it was that summer, um, we went for a hike on Coyote Ridge, and then you, and in your Toyota Camry, because I didn't have a car at the time, we drove back down um, Shields, I think, and there was a, I don't know exactly what kind of piano it was, but <gasps> it's the kind of piano where you open the top and you can, like, fiddle with the... Um, yeah, an upright. It was just notes. an upright. It was an upright piano, and it was uh, really beautiful. It was white chipping paint, and it had been put on the side of the road. And I was like, oh, my God, my roommate could totally tune that, and we could have a piano. Let's do it. So you pulled over, and you helped me try to get this piano into your Camry. And, I, and no, you were like, can we even take no, this? No, we got a truck. We got someone's truck. It was not. We did. But, yes. but initially, I was... 100% committed. I was like, okay, let's get this piano in your car. This is going to happen. Like, you helped me steal this piano. And they had clearly brought it up from, you know, some old music studio's basement and, like, brought it down the hill. Um, but we got Tessa's truck and two of my other roommates to help yeah. load it. But you helped me, like, steal this piano. So yeah. that's my go-to party story. It's like, yeah, I had a friend in Colorado once help me 
steal that piano that's still in that house to this day. It was like 10 years ago. Is it Excellent. still there? That's fantastic. Mm-hmm. I remember that now <laughs> that you say that. Um, That's our meet cute, you guys. Very nice. Dun, 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 dun. All right. Now, I would love to hear, Stephanie, if you could tell us you and Paris's meet cute in 60 seconds, um, and I will time you. Okay. On your mark, get set, go. So I first started hearing about Paris when I arrived in the UK on expat, and we work at the same company. And uh, I was coming from the States as well. And so I, I get there, we're both engineers. So first of all, there's not as many women. And then everybody goes, there's another American woman on site. You have to meet her. And I'm like, you know how this goes when you go abroad. You're like, yeah, I'm not here to hang out with the Americans. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, so, so I think Paris was kind of getting the same message because she hadn't been there that much longer than I had. And, and so we were, I think there might've been an email, but we kind of avoided each other until we showed up at the same, like it was a women's, um, women, international women's day. And we had a panel of females talking to school girls about careers. And so we're sitting on this panel. Am I already at 60 seconds? Beep, beep, beep time. I can't even tell the good part of the story. I wasn't ready for 60 <laughs> seconds. Keep going, keep going. All right, okay. all right, all right. So I'll, I'll try to be fast. That's so okay. during That's the okay. course of this panel, somehow Paris takes women empowerment to push-ups, which are called press-ups in the UK. So my first impression of Paris in a professional setting is on the floor doing push-ups in front of school kids. And I was like, yeah, we're not going to be friends. I do not remember <laughs> what else happened. But we went from, I, I'm not interested in knowing the other American to like, she was my best friend. And I really don't remember what happened in the interim. Yeah. I, I don't. So I'm curious what Paris has to say, because my first impressions were, I don't want to be friends with the other American. And how is she doing push-ups and at work during a panel? No. Yeah. Yes. That um, is amazing. Paris... Do you want to do you want to pick yeah, up the yeah. baton? All yeah. right, on your mark, get set, go. So as Stephanie said, it was this International Women's Day. I was asked to give to not only be on the panel but to give the like opening speech to these girls. And yes, I did push-ups without even thinking that it was weird. <laughs> um but uh, so I knew of Stephanie and there were there was actually another American woman on site. And, you know, when I arrived, there happened to be a different American woman who left and she sought me out and she said, hi, let's have lunch. You know, you're new here like me. Let's just at least know each other. And so I meant to do that. But then I also was like, ugh. Like, I don't want to, right? Like, not that I had anything against Stephanie or this other woman. I was just like, I can't. I just, I just, it slipped my mind. It just, it just didn't happen, right? And I, so after, when we were talking in the corner of the Morehouse room, beep, what, beep, yeah, I'm gonna keep time. Yeah. So the, the only thing was, okay, keep going. Basically, Stephanie said, you know, I'm, I, 
I'm wanting to get back into the gym. I used to do CrossFit when I was at home. Apparently and... you do push-ups. So... Mm-hmm. Just not and... in the office. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the best part is I didn't realize that was weird until right now. <laughs> That's great. That's great. Um, so you said to me that you were wanting to go to the gym and get back into the gym. And would I be interested in going to the gym with you? And I, and I said, yeah, sure, of course. So then we started to go to the gym at work on Tuesday and Thursday mornings. And, and I said to you, too, I said, I meant to get in touch with you and to introduce myself. And I just didn't <laughs> something. Um, so, yeah, that's how it started. It was at the gym Tuesdays and Thursdays, and it just escalated to a fabulous level. <laughs> oh, my goodness. That's fantastic. I love the through line of exercise, which is also a through line in a lot of Paris's friendships, including ours. Oh, this is true. How did you incorporate push-ups? Was it a presentation? It was a speech and basically it, every International Women's Day, there's a theme. And so it was something like this theme. My whole point was that I did what we call girly push-ups, right? On your knees, which I hate yeah. the phrase. Why are they called girl push-ups if they're from your knees? They're yeah. just push-ups from your knees. And so yes. my my point to the girls was I, I went and did push-ups to ask and I asked them, what would you call these? It actually didn't end up working. They, nobody said it. Um, I was trying to get them to say the girly push-ups or girl, girl push-ups. push-ups yeah. to, to prove the point that we call these things that are less than or that are alternatives or that are considered weaker, that we identify them with women and girls and that stigma, stigma. associated with it is then... Maybe you're not saying it. You, know, I've heard women that. Oh, you're right. It's girl push-ups. No, they're just push-ups from the knees. You don't need to assign yeah. a, a gender to them. A gender. They're at a slightly different angle. Like. <laughs> yeah, I know plenty. I mean, sometimes push-ups from the knees can be harder than push-ups from not the knees. You know, I mean, it's it just so. My whole point was that we should stop thinking less of ourselves for doing things that are still challenging. There, there was totally a point, but it turned into more of a language barrier conversation. <laughs> I called them because they're called press ups. No, I called yes. them press ups. You, you did. We, but we talked about press ups and push ups oh. and girly push ups, and yeah. it was, yeah, yeah. Mm. That was a good. Speech. I had been on, I had been on site for like three weeks, and I'm sitting there like, oh. <laughs> <laughs> I guess we're doing this, this now. So. I'm glad to hear that I was still friendly and brave after that and uh, asked you if you wanted to work out. You were the one who approached me. Well, there we go. That surprises me. Huh. Well, we were standing there next to each other. I think it was maybe you felt like you had to say something to me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but Paris, when people feel like they have to say something to you, they say like, oh, it's nice weather we've been having the, they don't yeah. say like want to go to the gym together <laughs> well i'm really glad that you said something to me stephanie me too yeah then you were the one doing the push-ups <laughs> yes true how long have you guys known each other oh yeah um that was early 2017 
Mm-hmm. March so March eighth, twenty seventeen. Good grief! Four years and how many days? <laughs> Wait, why do you know the exact day? Because it's international. It's it's what? Uh, inter- oh, uh, it's International Women's Day. Frau, okay, Frauentag. <laughs> yeah. Oh, so it's the same date every year. I think it should be should be Frauentag. Frauentag every year, every language. Oh yeah. So four years. Yeah, you're right. Crazy. Well, everybody, should we jump into our next segment? Yes. Sounds good. Okay, we are gonna do thirty six questions to fall in love. It's where we ask each other a question from Doctor Arthur Aaron's. 36 questions that are supposed to make anyone fall in love, except we're going through it as friends. So, Stephanie, is there something that you've dreamed of doing for a long time? And if you haven't done it, why not? Goodness, that could be everything from a favorite food to career aspirations that you never realized. Um... (laughs) You can interpret it how you... Will. I've already told them you're going to be CTO one day, so. Well, I, okay, I'll, I'll do the first thing that came to my head. I decided in high school that I wanted to be an astronaut. So I decided to go to engineering school, and I chose Purdue University because of their aerospace engineering program, and that's where okay. Neil Armstrong went to school, and mm-hmm. they have a great aerospace department. You go in as a freshman in general engineering, and you spend your first year learning about all the different disciplines. And at some point through that year, I came out with the assumption or or the impression that most aerospace engineers actually design airplanes, and that most of them go work for Boeing and not for NASA. I think that's true, because my dad works for, is a subcontractor for NASA and has been for 30 years, so... I think that, and he did, he, he flew play, or he, he, the plane thing, he did the planes first, yeah. and then, yeah, so, so, I think you're totally right. <laughs> I decided that there was nothing more boring sounding in the world than designing airplanes, and <laughs> that mechanical engineers could do a lot more, including work for NASA. So, I changed to mechanical instead of aerospace. I could have gone to a lot of other schools and done mechanical, but I was happy to be at Purdue. Um... Then I got connected with uh, our current company that does more industrial transportation, not not aerospace. And uh, I interned with them through school. They gave me an offer out of out of college, and I've been working for them ever since. So I never went to NASA, and I haven't been an astronaut. And now I have young children who want to be astronauts, and I'm, and we're telling them. Yes, I wanted to be an astronaut too, but and they're going, well, are you going to be? I'm like, well, no, because now if I went to Mars, I would miss your entire life, and I would rather <laughs> not do that. And and I think they're looking at me like, oh, you sad old woman. <laughs> but I do love my work. Um, I'm, yes. but, but there is a big part of me, like, if I get to be part of the SpaceX tourism thing, I'm going to spend my $100,000 and get up to the space station. Because that, yes. that's so always cool. been a one dream. of my, that's a dream. And and I, I don't feel like a sad old woman until I talk to my no. children about it. But that was something I always wanted to do. <laughs> that's oh. fabulous. That's awesome. That is fantastic. It. And I watched a documentary, actually, The Mars Generation. 
was this very cute, very sweet documentary and super interesting, um, all about going to Mars. And a, and a huge part of it was these kids that go to space camp every summer. And it was just so inspiring to see them all so like jazzed and totally like, no, we're going to Mars. Like that is going to be, that's what we're doing. And I was just like, yeah, you go. I went to space camp. <gasps> yeah. Loved it. It's a lot of fun. My favorite part was probably the scuba diving, like on the moon simulator. They have a, they have a really deep tank with like a lunar lander on the bottom, and you put it back together. Anyway, it was super cool. I hope I get to send my kids. Can yeah. you send me? <laughs> I can send you the lake. Thank you. <laughs> Do they let thirty-two-year-olds in? I really have not investigated. They do. Adult they space let adults. Camp. Do they? Yes, do adults it? can go to. Okay. I had. I had. I had science teachers. I went to this really amazing um, uh, intermediate school. What is what we called middle school, and it was all like science geared. Some of my teachers have done space camp. Hmm. It's a really cool thing. Hmm. We're super nerds. That's awesome. Yeah. I have to do this. Well, I love that, and it makes sense why. You haven't done it, but also sounds like a great path that you were on instead. All right, Carly, same question. I think two, like, smaller things, not nearly as cool as Space Camp. Um, my parents and I have always talked about opening up a family restaurant and then, like, having yes. guests, like, fam- members of our family come through and, like, have, you know, their own special night cooking. Um, their specialty, you know, whether that be buffalo cauliflower or, you know, somebody's tacos or whatever. Um, yeah. And then I think just little, like certain hiking trips in certain areas as well. Um, specifically one in Tasmania, but because I'm not there anymore and it would be really hard to get all my gear over there and Mm. quarantine has happening. Uh, it's Mm. a little bit hard at the moment, but yeah. So it sounds like you're going to do the, the hiking thing when you can. Yeah. Okay. I'm definitely not in the hiking shape that I once was though, so it's uh we'll have to we'll have to see about that too. Well that's what training is for. Yeah. We can go to the yeah. gym. Yeah. You can just, join our workout group. If only I had a friend to go to the gym with. What's been your favorite place to hike? I love hiking. Oh, um, I'm just a freshly into California. I don't know many spots around here. Um, I think I do like mountains more than lake, uh, but we've been up to t- Lake Tahoe a few times and it's been really fun because you get, you know, you get elevation, but you also get the views and it's really, really gorgeous. So we're doing that a little bit. That's all new. Um, is Chicago doesn't have that much hiking, so... <laughs> And that's well, where your you're parents in Indiana, are, right? That's that's where yeah. You're... That's where I've been predominantly. Colorado is fun. Um, all the 14ers and yeah, the hiking I did in Tasmania was pretty remote too. So you know, I think I don't know. I think the more remote you go, the more fun it is. But it's also a lot more work. So cool. Yeah. Carly went to study abroad in Tasmania and then. Decided that she loved it so much that she fully transferred there and stayed there as long as she could. And I just think that's absolutely amazing. And I was very sad because then you didn't come back to me. (laughs) 
you know, and I still feel bad about that. But no, you shouldn't happen. feel bad about that. Are you kidding me? I live yeah. in, I live in England now. I'm, <laughs> you shouldn't be able to. Yeah, it's all good. We've all yeah. lived not at home. And yes. I think it's the best thing that you can possibly do. Mm-hmm. Definitely. Yeah. So. And Tasmania yeah, was my, awesome. again, like I said, it was my, by far my favorite place of Australia. I liked the, the still kind of Australia vibe, but then at the same time, it, to me, of the places that I went, it was the most kind of like Colorado, but then also a little bit outlandish type, mm. like, you know, cause you, it wasn't so, you only had these small pockets of civilization. I mean, I guess it's kind of like Australia anyway, but I loved it. <laughs> I absolutely loved it. When did you go Paris? Um, November, 2018. Yeah. 2018. Cool. Mm-hmm. Nice. When did you move to the UK, Simone? December 13th, 2020. <laughs> I left November 10th, 2020. Oh my gosh. Oh my gosh. Whoa. We are crisscrossing all over the globe, people. Yes. That's nuts. Oh, so sad when yeah. Stephanie left. You left first. I know. I knew that was coming. <laughs> I was sad too. <laughs> okay. So. Our last and final segment with my weird accent that I just put on is our game. And so we like to play Would You Rather. So we'll start with Carly and then we can see how it's going. So Carly, would you rather see what was behind every closed door or be able to guess the combination of every safe on the first try? Combination of safes because... Um, I've always secretly in my dreams wanted to be a spy. So. <gasps> Me too. Yeah. Ah, okay. Cool. Yeah. But I don't, yeah, I don't, yeah, I don't care so much about the doors. Every door I've opened in my life has always been, it's like, oh, well, yeah, I could, I could guess that was behind there. Yeah. <laughs> oh, a bathroom? Surprise. Oh, bathroom. Yeah. <laughs> Shock. <laughs> yeah. I just want to know how many safes you've actually been in front of. Yeah. I thought the same thing. Or just like, I was surprised. Yeah. That's true. Yeah. I mean, I guess I would, if I knew, if I knew I could open every safe with just one go, I would probably change my entire life. True. And either become like a A professional code cracker or like, you know, start robbing banks or something. I don't know. Fair. You would find a way to see more safes if you had that ability. <laughs> Absolutely. Yeah. Yes. Put yourself in front of those safes, man. <laughs> yeah. <sighs> okay. Uh, all right. Okay, I'm going to go to Stephanie. Stephanie, would you rather be an average person in the present or a king or queen of a large country 2,500 years ago. Average person in the present. <laughs> Any particular reason? Yeah. Hygiene? Yes. <laughs> I was going to say, like, not getting murdered by your family. Well, that, <laughs> oh, that yeah. <laughs> you you could be a royal with no teeth left, and, and I would already uh. be dead. You know, so... so 
I mean, the power trip would be nice, but but I do think like our clothes are softer today, and I like a heated toilet seat or not oh heated, man, a room with that's heated. So my like toilet that. seat is. I would like a heated toilet seat, but <laughs> <laughs> I'm I'm thinking about like the Gardelou in the in uh, France with the castles and the the drain mm. out the side of the ca- yeah. Um, I think living conditions today for the average person are better than that of royalty 2,500 years ago. So I'm happy where I'm at. Although I think that there are periods of history I would love to go visit. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Someday the time machine. The time machine. Okay. Our last episode involved a lot of time travel. It did. Flex capacitors. Must have been exhausting. Flex capacitors. Yeah. <laughs> nice, Carly. <laughs> oh, okay, Simone. Mm-hmm. Would you rather be forced to dance every time you heard music or be forced to sing along to any song you heard? Dancing. I'm going to say because I already love dancing. And also, I mostly listen to podcasts anyways. Um, and I rarely listen to music. So, you know, when I feel like dancing, then I could do it. And then when I don't, I can listen to podcasts. I had a feeling that would be your choice. <laughs> Predictable. Mm. All no. right, Paris, I'm going to ask you. Okay. Would you rather have all your clothes fit perfectly or have the most comfortable pillow, blankets, and sheets in existence? I would rather have my clothes fit perfectly because I know what they feel like when they don't fit perfectly. And it is way worse, in my opinion, than an uncomfortable pillow, blanket, and sheet. I don't even use a pillow, so scratch that. Don't need a pillow. <laughs> I'm just going to say also when Paris's clothes don't fit perfectly, she will like work for six years to try to get them to fit perfectly before she will go buy a replacement item. So she deals with it forever. (laughs) Which is not a healthy choice that Paris is making in that example. And I will say, I will say, Stephanie, you will be proud of me. That has changed over the past year. Good. Yes. I think I said something to you about the sports bras that I had. And I was like, I guess I really could buy a couple more sports bras. And you looked at me and you're like, yeah, you should buy a couple more sports bras. (laughs) I remember the jeans. Like neither of us knew where to shop for jeans in England. And we were both struggling with it. But Mm -hmm. we both went way too long without pants shopping. That's very true, yes. I think I ended up going to Poland. You went you went to continental <laughs> Europe to buy pants. I was importing mine from Ann Taylor at like 150% markup. Because no, I, did, I didn't know where to buy them. There yeah. has to be a better solution. She, she tried. We looked. We did try. We tried, okay? It was... Are you sure you still want to be an average person in modern day? I mean, <laughs> the kings and queens, I mean, of the past. Yeah, but she just shipped them. <laughs> oh, yeah, that's true. That's true. I'll give you my the tips real struggles. later, Simone. By the time I left, I had figured out where to shop. Okay, so if good. if you don't All know right. where to shop in the UK, we can talk. 
And you're yeah. also in London, which is very different than Huddersfield. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, yeah, I actually yeah. just had to do some pants shopping because I literally had no more pants that weren't and, sweatpants or like pajama pants. And where did you do this shopping, Simone? And I did it in Perugia, Italy. <laughs> Coming from London, and my friend yeah. who actually is from here was like, imagine coming to Perugia to shop. And I was like, I can. I'm doing it now. <laughs> is that because fake? everything's closed. Everything's closed here. I'm not going to. Oh. I want to put stuff on. I want to try it on, you know. Is that the state of the pandemic we are all in where we have no more pants? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I no I'm not wearing them because it's very warm. <laughs> but I did. And actually... I wasn't wearing them because I didn't fit into them. <laughs> I, I'm on my last pair of jeans, and they have holes in them. I need. Mm. I need to find. I need to go somewhere, sometime. Anyway, okay, well, we're this, putting this out a call to topic. our listeners. Our listeners, please <laughs> write in with all of your pants recommendations. Thank you very much. Okay, and moving if you're on. In, if you're in England, we don't mean underwear. That's true. Because no. that is trousers. Mean trousers. Do not go and tell your coworkers the first week of work that you need new black work pants. <laughs> Ooh. Especially as one of the only and more recent only females. females to the group. <laughs> your your slip wasn't as bad as mine, but I don't know if no. it's podcast appropriate. Oh, it's podcast appropriate. Tell it. It's so great. Please tell it. I'm just so going to say that in American English, to blow someone off means to ignore them. Yeah. Yeah. In I the can, UK, it means, it means something more sexual. Yeah. So... In front of a male colleague, in reference to a woman that we worked with who happened to be homosexual, I said, do you think this lady is blowing me off? And I thought he was never going to pick himself up off the floor, crying, laughing. Um, what, British man in his early 60s? Uh, yes. Just, oh just it, it took half an hour for him to calm down enough to tell me what why this was funny and what happened but don't okay that's one not to use (laughs) good tip and when stephanie told i know this guy too and i can just imagine him laying on the ground so anyway okay so carly would you rather five percent of the population have telepathy or 5% of the population have telekinesis and you are not part of any of these 5%? Probably telekinesis only because mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to hear what um, sometimes I think of them. <laughs> <laughs> Especially on a bad day or when I'm tired or when I've had it mm-hmm. with everyone. They don't need to hear that. I mean... <laughs> Yeah, that's there's some colorful language I use in my head. So <laughs> makes sense. Okay, would you rather be completely insane and know that you're insane or completely insane and believe you are sane? In both scenarios, you are insane, just to clarify. 
I want the telekinesis question. <laughs> Sorry, that Gosh. one's passed. <laughs> I guess if I'm going to be insane either way, I'd rather not know. I would be happier yeah. if, if if I think the rest of you are, are crackers and, and that I've just... I'm the one who's got it right. Oh. <laughs> That's a really interesting take on that. Well, if I'm so if if you're insane and you know that you're insane, you'd be miserable. It, you'd be miserable. Yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Okay. Very limiting. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. No. All right, fair. Paris. Okay. I'm asking oh. you. Oh. Would you rather travel the world for a year on a shoestring budget? Or stay in one only one country for a year, but live in luxury. Easy. I would rather travel the world for a year on a shoestring budget. I want to get to as many countries as possible. Fill up that passport. Do you get to repeat this option every year? No, I'm just saying, like, oh. if I got to do one country a year in luxury, I would slow it down. Oh. Oh, that creative. Okay, I go with Stephanie's option. (laughs) (laughs) The best of both worlds. Yeah, I would. I want to see all the countries, all the places. There's not enough time in the world, and I don't have enough money. I'll make my way. Okay, Simone. All right. Would you rather suddenly be elected a senator, or suddenly become a CEO of a major company? You won't have any more knowledge about how to do either job than you do right now. <laughs> this is super easy for me. I would love being a senator. Oh, oh yeah. Even, oh. even if, like, I work for a company that helps other companies be better companies. And I would never want to, like, be in charge of an actual company. I want to, like, work for some, you know, there was, like, a would you rather about, like, would you rather, like, oh. that you answered last week, yeah. Paris, it was like, would you rather work for yourself and work really hard or work for somebody else and, like, have an easy job? And you mm-hmm. were like, oh, work for myself and work really hard. And I was like, heck no, I want to work for somebody else. Like, <laughs> Tell me what to do. <laughs> Tell me what to do. I want to, but I, lo- I would love being a senator and I would love having like a team of people and making the world a better place and getting to meet AOC because she is an icon. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yes, this makes sense. Mm-hmm. Okay, well, thank you. And that wraps up our Would You Rather game. Yeah. I like I like all the different paths that it went down. This is very down, uh, uh, up my alley. Down my alley. I, I my thought alley. you were gonna say Downton Abbey for a second. <laughs> this is very Downton Abbey of us. This is very Downton Abbey of us, Simone. <laughs> yeah, that show is known for Would You Rather for sure. Would you rather Lady Mary in the <laughs> library <laughs> or oh Lady Edith in the stables? Well, Stephanie's two boys basically spent, you know, three, four, four, four years, plus years, four plus yeah. years 
um, at really important ages of, in like primary school, or kindergarten, preschool. Do they have little accents? They do. Yeah. And it's so <gasps> great because yes. I watched them get the accents once they started going to school and stuff. And it is so, I absolutely love it. And I'm so sad for the possibility that they lose them, right? Because they're still at that age when uh, they're yeah. being yeah. influenced by sound and stuff. But um, in Stephanie's household, all of the kids call the adults uh, in their lives Miss or Mr. based off of their... Like any so, good southern, southern child. We are Southern. Yes. But I, but yes. I love it because I'm Miss Powis. Miss Palis, and so I think cute. it's absolutely fabulous. <laughs> and then that like kind they, of changed. They adore you. Well, I, li- I, I, I like them too. And Simone knows how I feel about children. You know I how do. I feel this about is children. a big thing. This is a big thing for parents. <sighs> They're wonderful. We have a good time. I miss them. I miss them. Paris went to a talent talent show at a local primary school. That's how much she likes Aww. these kids. <laughs> oh wow i think this is the thing i just in general don't like kids but i think that once i meet my mm-hmm. friend's kids i'm like okay i like you yeah, yeah, yeah. and stephanie's kids are absolutely fabulous and so is stephanie's husband mm. they're oh, just well, a wonderful family thank yeah. you i think it makes sense. sense yeah <laughs> it's this is good <sighs> okay thank you both so much for doing this with us it was really fun to talk to you and appreciate you both joining us today tonight and it was so fun we were in four different time zones two in the u.s two over here in europe and i just i really appreciate the the friendship that you both provide to each of us respectively thanks for the invite it was fun well good well said yeah (laughs) Simone, tell us, actually, what, what should you tell me? <laughs> <laughs> Let me tell you about it, Paris. Please so, do. <laughs> all right. You can come hang out with us on Instagram at myfriendsfriendspod, on our website, myfriendsfriendspod.com, or send us an email at myfriendsfriendspod at gmail.com. Paris reads the hate mail. I read the love letters. And give us some stars on whatever podcast app you use if you feel like it. We're not telling you what to do. Just wanted to throw it out there. Highly <laughs> recommended that you put stars, not that you highly recommend us. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> and thanks so much, as usual, to Fran Boyg for our magical music. Okay, you guys, that's it. Thank you so much. And we love you both. Thank yeah, you. thanks. We love you guys too. It's so nice to meet all of it's you. It's nice too. to meet you too. <laughs> Bye. Oh, we'll talk Bye. later. Thank you. Bye. 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 I love it. Oh my gosh, we just